0: This is the KFDM morning show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas.
1: First in our morning headlines, Beaumont police are investigating a motorcycle accident that critically injured the driver. The accident was reported shortly after four Sunday afternoon in the 2900 block of Cartwright between 4th and 5th Street. Belmont police fire and EMS responded. Police tell KFDM the driver suffered serious injuries and was taken to a hospital. Police remain on scene investigating and working to learn the circumstances surrounding that accident. First responders closed a section of the Road where the accident took place until they cleared the scene. And over to Austin where police have arrested a suspect connected to a mass shooting happening early Sunday Four victims were shot around 2 a.m. and taken to hospitals Sunday with non life threatening injuries. Police took multiple people into custody following the shooting, but police announced they had the suspect shooter in custody and would not release the name of that person arrested officers believe there this was a random not an act where no danger to the public was posed. It's the second mass shooting in Austin's entertainment district in the past year, which has sparked concerns about safety in the downtown bar area and developing. Now a 15 year old Louisiana high school student is under arrest for an accident last week that police call a hate crime. A video of the March 9th incident at Van Belt Catholic High School in Huma, Louisiana made its way to social media. It shows a white student throwing cotton at a black student in the school's cafeteria. The white student then hits the black student on the back with a belt. The student under arrest is now charged with simple battery and a hate crime. The local sheriff's office says its detectives move quickly to investigate the incident to lead to the juveniles arrest. A spokesperson for the local NAACP chapter praised both the school and the sheriff authorities for their quick action. And we're learning more about the Pleasanton golfer who died in Tuesday's horrific head-on crash. Those who know Travis Garcia say he was dedicated to the game and a leader. Amanda Henderson from our sister station in San Antonio spend time in Travis's hometown and learn more about Pleasanton's shining star.
2: What's a swing of success for golf? Maybe for some it's in the number of medals or trophies. For Pleasanton golf coach Michael Guerra, it's a bit different.
3: He always found something that he needed to work on, and, and, uh, and uh, that's, that's just the type of kid he was.
2: Guerra says for Travis Garcia, it's par for the course.
3: He was like having an extra coach out there.
2: Guerra gave us these photos of the Pleasanton ISD graduate and his former athlete. Each one shows Travis's accomplishments and dedication to the game, a dedication Guerra will miss.
3: When I got the news, it felt like I lost a member of my own family. He's just like one of my own children.
2: Travis is one of nine people who died in Tuesday's head-on crash in Andrews, Texas. According to the National Transportation Safety Board, a 13-year-old was at the wheel of the truck that crashed into the van carrying Travis, his University of the Southwest golf teammates, and coach. It's all left Guerra and Pleasanton wondering why. I don't think any of us are over the shock of it yet. Throughout Travis's hometown, he was well known at the Pleasanton Country Club. Becky Foster says he would often stay hours after the sunset to practice. We'd have to go out there and say, "Travis, it's time to come in." She says since the news of his death, his friends have come here to play in his honor. They're so devastated about losing him. His, I mean, it's heartbreaking. Though Travis's life was tragically cut short, those who know him well say his legacy will live forever. I don't have to hope that it'll be remembered i know it'll be remembered
3: he always had a smile on his face uh he was he had a passion for the game and and uh and he just loved life in general
2: amanda henderson news for san antonio
1: and switching gears getting into your very own bed is one of the best feelings but many southeast texas children don't have a bed to call their own a local organization is helping to change that the nonprofit organization sleep in heavenly peace continues its effort to make sure all children have a bed to sleep in the morning shows DR banks has the report
0: some southeast texas families struggle with affording beds for their children the local nonprofit organization sleep in heavenly peace has stepped in to help hundreds of families by delivering and building beds for children
3: it's definitely a real good uh, warm feeling uh, these kids are going to get a good night's sleep they're going to do better in school uh, they just are better achievers when they've had a good night's rest
0: the beaumont chapter of sleep and heavenly peace opened in 2019 and so far nearly 900 beds have been delivered to families in beaumont a mother was overjoyed saturday when the organization delivered bunk beds and another bed for her children We had mattresses for them, but I've been having them for a long time, and they're, like, excited for the beds, and I'm excited for them. Not only do they get the beds, but they also receive sheet sets and comforters to go with them. The parts for the beds are delivered and put together inside the family's home.
3: All of the requests are made on the uh, website shpbeds.org. We get probably five applications are weak.
0: The goal of the nonprofit organization is to help children get a good night's rest. And seeing the smiles on their faces make the organization's work even more fulfilling. It feels awesome. It, feels, it just feels great. They're happy. <laughs> Providing a bed and receiving a smile brings joy to all. In Beaumont, I'm De'Ara Banks reporting. <laughs>
1: If you would like to request a bed, we put a link on our website, Sleep in Heavenly Peace, on our website, kfdm.com.
0: And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority.
3: Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandel Here's a look at your forecast for Monday. It is March the 21st, 2022. Uh, after a great weekend here in Southeast Texas, things are going to change up a bit. Already have seen a few showers developing across portions of Southeast Texas this morning and temperatures have gone up during the early morning hours, looking at temperatures generally in the lower to middle 60s as we get our Monday morning started. Now, as we work our way through the day today, look for showers and a few thunderstorms to develop better chances as we head throughout the later portions of the day. A few scattered showers this morning into the afternoon hours, but once we hit 7 o'clock, a few scattered thunderstorms develop. And as we head through the overnight hours and into early Tuesday, that'll be the best chance that we have for showers and thunderstorms across the area. Now, there is a caveat. There is a severe threat with these storms as they push through overnight into early Tuesday morning. It does look like the best timing for storms here in southeast Texas, at least here in the Golden Triangle, Beaumont, Port Arthur, and Orange will be between about 6 and 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning. Ahead of that, we'll look for some showers and thunderstorms with the potential for severe weather up into the lakes area, probably into the mid-overnight hours, say between midnight and 3 a.m. It is going to be a slow-moving system, and that means the possibility for some heavy rains will set up across the area. Latest forecast models indicate perhaps as much as 5 to 7 inches of rain could be possible across northwestern Tyler back into Polk County. And then as we move that line through southeast Texas, One to three inches of rain could be possible along Interstate 10 and southward. Of course, that would be very beneficial rain. We'll certainly keep our eyes on it. Now there is, again, like I talked about earlier, the potential for severe weather. And with that severe weather, we're looking at all modes of severe weather possible during the course of the early morning hours on Tuesday. We're talking about damaging winds in excess of 60 miles an hour. Also the possibility of hail in excess of one inch in diameter. And then we'll also look for the possibility and we can't rule these out, a few isolated tornadoes. So you'll definitely want to keep your uh, attention to your weather authority both today and tonight, and certainly early on Tuesday morning, and we'll certainly do our best to keep you up to date on the weather as it moves through the area. Again, the best way to keep tabs on the weather, download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. It is free. And then, of course, you can always check us out online kfdm.com and you can follow us on social media facebook instagram and twitter are the best places to follow us there and of course a weather radio beats all those you have that right there at the palm of your hands and you can program those weather radios to hit your specific county of interest now again severe weather potential late tonight early tomorrow morning once that line clears through We'll be looking for some quiet weather throughout the rest of the week. That's going to do it for your Monday morning forecast. Again, temperatures today, mid-70s, but we're looking for the increasing chances of showers and thunderstorms throughout the day and especially overnight tonight into Tuesday morning. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Make it a great day.
0: Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show podcast.